104.7 Triple M. Hello, Adelaide. No one knows Adelaide like these guys. Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Laws. Overnight news. Uh, the Reserve Bank met yesterday and uh, left rates on hold, which was good. They didn't raise them and they certainly didn't drop them, but uh, she is being a little bit more uh, conservative than her last guy, Phil- Philip Lowe. We are not ruling out what we might have to do next. We're not ruling in or out anything. We are focused on bringing inflation down. We still think the risks are balanced, but as you would know, the further out we go with our forecasts, the more uncertainty there is around them. So Philip Lowe, who used to be the boss, uh, famously said the rates will not go up till 2024. He said that in 2022, and then they've been up 12 times. So Michelle Bullock yesterday in her... A press conference said it could go up, but it could go down. But um, that's fair, though, because asking no, them to rule it out is kind of like asking them to tell us no, what they're doing, what which I'm they saying. can't that's, tell us. She's, so. a, she's just uh, just playing a straight bat. And, yeah. and, and, and that's true. It could done. go up and it could go down, yeah. as everyone's saying. But just about everyone's saying the next move will be down. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Huge announcement about Donald Trump overnight. Don't be rude. They're saying he doesn't have immunity, so he has to face the music, apparently. Diplomatic immunity. He'll be right, it's, You reckon? Yeah. He'll oh. find a way? Yep. Yeah. He's a cockroach. You can't mm. kill him. Yeah, all right. <laughs> He'll never die. Um, something else out of America that interested me overnight, you know, school shootings. We hear about them all too often. Awful. There was one in Michigan back in 2021. Uh, would you believe the mother mm. has been charged with involuntary manslaughter of a child, a 17-year-old that shot up his school? <gasps> so the kid goes in with a gun and I think killed four people. This is the first time ever. I wonder so if the kid who did the shooting, his mum. His mum, involuntary manslaughter because of negligence. So oh. her and her husband bought a gun. They yep. Yep, so admitted to that. They took the son to a, a shooting range to teach him how to shoot. Yep. He then uh, showed signs at school of mental illness and on his maths exam drew pictures of guns and said, help me. Oh, and for the love of God. drew pictures of dead people. Yep. And, and on the, the story goes on, they've actually gone and charged her. Now, I'm re- this is a long bow to draw. We're talking about kids on our streets at the moment. Everyone says, what are the parents doing? Where are the parents? Mm. Why don't we charge oh, them? Absolutely. This is actually the first time I've heard of this. This is a precedent being set worldwide. Yep. They've actually gone to the mother and said, no, no, you should have done more. Well, I find this incredible. Don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. That's They're in their custody, their care. Yeah. That's so there you go. Their, their responsibility. Yeah. Obviously, whatever yeah, they're doing. We'd be a bit careful, though, wouldn't we? Yeah. Oh, ab- oh, totally. And I, I don't, don't think that every, uh, every parent <laughs> is to blame. No, of course exactly. not. But I think a lot of people... You know, the first thing happens when you go to therapy is go, well, what's your relationship like with your parents? Like, it has a huge impact on your behaviour and who Mm. you are, obviously. So, yeah, I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, all right. Um, You're a Simpsons fan, aren't you? Obsessed. It's one of my favourite shows of all time. Um, One of the main producers, Mike Reese is his name, has written a book, has released a book called Springfield Confidential. I can't wait to read it because I Mm. I think they are some of the funniest writers of all time. Incredible. Turns out he reveals in the book that uh, there's been an in-joke or a hidden joke that's been in every single episode right at the start that none of us have (gasps) ever picked up on. What is it? Uh, What it is, you know, as... um, the whole family jumps and sits on the couch yeah. at the start of every show, don't they? Yeah. And just before that, the Simpsons' words come out of the clouds. Yeah. He said what they've done, and no one's ever, ever noticed it or picked up on it, the Simps comes out. Not the full word, the Simps comes out yeah. first. And he said, you're about to sh- see a show for Simpletons. <laughs> and that's what... And that's How long has this show been going for? Oh, since 1989. Yeah, there you go. What's 33, that? All 34 that time. years. 
And he said it's just something that the writers thought, we'll just throw this in. And no, they've never revealed it so until now. So not one person in the history of the no world No one's ever picked, picked up on it. Up. Yeah. Must be wow. well disguised. Yeah. <laughs> we must be simple. <laughs> we must be very <laughs> simple. Yeah. And he's talking about, he said, the people in the show. Yeah. And he said, but maybe some of the people watching the show, like yeah. us. Yeah. 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 So there you go. I little little hidden gag. I love that book. Mm. What's the hidden gag at the start of every Rude It's and Lost show? Mm. Are we that clever? Mm. No. We're, not no. simple. We're too simple to come We're simple to well, it was our day to go down to Latrat yesterday where we invited 30-odd uh, listeners who won a bottle of the sauce, and we went down and had a great meal at Latrat. He makes the wine, he deals in cash, the veggie garden, out of the back, a plastic on the gourd, the couch, two fingers, a grappa, short, a black, he's not the sauce, he can't be beat, Rue gave it a crack, he came up a three, fresh tomatoes used, of course, the end result. It's a special sauce. I hope you enjoy it. We did it last year at my house in Adelaide. We had a fun day. And uh, all the crew thought, why don't we get the listeners involved and give them a chance to win a bottle each to take home. And so I hope you enjoy it. Um, Latrat, great chefs and a great restaurant. So enjoy it. Let's have some fun. And uh, yeah, whether you use it or put it in the pool room, it's up to you. But hopefully you enjoy it. Oh, the sauce was absolutely amazing. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful. It was so tomatoey, so, so refreshing. And... Uh, yeah, I was going to keep this in the pool room, but I don't think I'll be able to do that now. I think it was the most amazing sauce I've ever tasted. I came all the way from Port Lincoln to try it, so I'm pretty impressed. It's the best sauce I've ever tasted. Good job. Mark Rue, what can I say? We totally enjoyed your sauce, and it was even better than our homemade sauce that we'd be making for about... 55 years. Good on you. <laughs> oh, great people. People so from Port Lincoln, people yeah. from Loxton. That's right. People from Morgan, yep. uh, all over Adelaide. Um, now, the sauce is basic. Let, let's not sugarcoat this. But the chefs did a great job uh, turning it into a ragu sauce yes. uh, for the main course. We had a beautiful bruschetta. It is a cracking, iconic restaurant, and yeah. I encourage anyone to go there. If you've got a special occasion or if you're in the city and you need a quick feed, Head into Latrat, but we had a good day. Thanks with to it. Billy, Billy, and all of his team. Yeah, they're awesome. amazing. Yeah. And I just want to shout out to Three Little Pigs Gourmet Meat Store because they gave me a chunk of ham. The the, the butcher from there came along yeah, to lunch. He's my local butcher. He said, "I've got a present yeah. for you," and it was a big chunk of ham. And I yeah. said, "You know the way to my heart." <laughs> he wasn't happy with Dits, so. Why? You haven't been going there, Dits? <gasps> no, I promised I'd go in there. Oh well, I'll no, be going mate. back. This is really good. I will. No, I'll be heading in there. No well, worries. Don't make it. You're going to do this. No, time. I will. He was, no, no. He, he wasn't happy with you. Had his Port Adelaide shirt on. Best he dressed did. man there yesterday. There's always one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, great day. Thanks for being involved, Triple M listeners. It was it, a lot of fun. Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits and Loz. Best breakfast show in Adelaide. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lehman. Lehman. I'm Anthony Lehman. Uh, one of our favourite exports on his way to Adelaide soon for the Fringe Limo. Good morning. Oh, good morning, team. Thank you, Dits. Yes, uh, Camper Van Gogh is the name of my show. Yep. Fringe. And I can't, I'm going to be I'm going to be in studio with you guys. What? When I'm what? in town. I can't wait. Oh, physically here. Yeah, well, I'll be there. I'll be in town. I can't wait to wow. squeeze into the studio with you all. It's very exciting. I think we might still put you in another studio on broadcast units. <laughs> we'll too many alphas in one room. <laughs> Just to be, I don't know how you do it, Lost, to be completely honest. I don't with you. know either. Ask my therapist, Jan. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Jan will have some sort of answer for us. I've hey, sent that woman overseas a few times, I think. <laughs> I was uh, listening to the show yesterday, as I do every day, oh. and 
I loved the segment you did where people were phoning in singing their sports songs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, their favourite sports songs. But you've missed the greatest sports song of all time. <gasps> oh, guys. which is? This is the Adelaide University Football Club losing song. So this is back in the day. The A8s at Adelaide University, affectionately known as the Scum. This is the team Peter Malinowskis used to play for. The Scum, Was the Scum. Now, normally if a footy club wins a game, they sing their club song. Hmm. Well, the Scum, if they lost a game, they also had a song <laughs> that they would sing after it. losing. So let's say they played Kilburn and they lost, right? They'd go down into the change rooms. They'd wait for Kilburn to sing their song. And then as soon as they finished... They'd stand around arm in arm, and this is the song that they would sing. Now, I won't sing it for you. I'll just give you the words. But it was, we don't play for admiration. We don't play for victory. We just play for recreation. Loyal uni scum are we. Oh, balls to Kilburn, it. balls to Kilburn. We won't play you anymore. <laughs> no, we won't play you anymore. Because you gave us a great hiding. You gave us a great hiding. You gave us a great hiding. You dirty packer. Anyway, I think you know what that's oh, right. yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. Oh, good work, it, it caused a lot of confusion in opposition teams yeah. when you hear the losing team singing a song. Jeez. <laughs> I could have done with a losing chant. I'll tell you what. Down in the room. Can you imagine Peter Malinowski singing that one? No, I'd ask him about that next yeah. time he's on. Yeah, he, yeah. Does, he wouldn't swear, Pete. No. No, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. Hey, um, Ben Cousins is back, guys. Did you see this? Yeah, yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. This is great. And a good AFL alumna. Have you ever been asked to go on Dancing with the oh, Stars? Oh, yeah, every year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sarah shut it down. Oh, yeah. Well, because <laughs> they always have an affair, There's don't they? no it's way in the very world. Very high world. risk. Mm. It, it is how it would be. I'd be nervous for your partner watching mm. you on Dancing with the Stars, i got to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, they've got a great AFL alumni, though. David Roden won it one year. D-Rod. Uh, he, he can dance. Cooter, of course, uh, oh. won it one year. Gavin Wanganeen was on there last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, but Ben Cousins is going to be on Dancing with the Stars this year. Great to see him back. And he's working for Channel 7 as well. And he's travelling beautifully. Here he is uh, chatting with uh, Natalie Barr on Channel 7. AFL great. Ben Cousins is kicking goals, uh, but this time it's off the field. I am joined by the former player, turned 7 News presenter himself. Yeah. Tell us how you are going. Uh, yeah, really well, actually. Yeah, life's good. Um, yeah, oh, 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 really good time. Yeah, but particularly when I'm on a week, it's, uh, it's an amazing time of year. He sounds like he's doing fine. It's got himself together. Come on, yeah. Leave her fair suck in the sauce bottle. <laughs> well, anyway, he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, and he has revealed already uh, what he's going to be dancing, because a lot of people are saying, what's he going to do in week one? Will it be a Casa Doble? Will it be a tango or a waltz? Well, I can reveal this is right. what he'll be dancing okay. to in week one. <laughs> Lame-o. 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 Dancing with the stars from Red Square. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ben will see the funny side of that, Lame-o. But... We're crossing out of the fat controller for Dancing with the Stars. <laughs>
I think he actually said in, one of his, uh, said in one of his interviews that he uh, did cover a few of the raves in these uh, bad times. <laughs> 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 oh. I can't wait to see him on a podium. His dance goes for three stuff. hours, actually. When, yeah. <laughs> three days. <laughs> okay, come Herbal on now. Uh, anyway, don't forget to get a, t- get a ticket to Camper Van Gogh at the Adelaide. Yes. <laughs> Good on you, Lebo. <laughs> the impact Taylor Swift is having on our nation in all sorts of ways, all sorts of reasons. I heard you talking about going to the Grand Prix, Rui. What's the story oh, I there? I got offered this week, um, and I've never been to the Melbourne Grand Prix, mm. and I got offered tickets that were $6,000 each, the best seats Holy you could get at the Grand Prix. Yeah. And I said, great, let me have a look at it. I'll speak to the wife tonight. I go home, ask uh, Sarah. She goes... We can't go. I'm going to Taylor Swift that weekend. Oh. So she's going to Sydney and I'm so going to So she's trucking to Taylor kids. Swift. Well, yeah. just okay. can't go. So All right. Swifty wins again. Would you believe even the uh, RBA, the Reserve Bank governess, uh, or governor, I should call her, sorry, uh, Michelle Bullock said this. Yes, I know all about Taylor Swift uh, inflation as well, myself. So even the fact that <laughs> a couple hundred thousand people have bought tickets has affected the yeah. economy. Well, just in Melbourne yeah. and big in thousand, Sydney. Yeah. So Massive billions, stimulation. Crowding billions of dollars worth billions. of spending. That's so, right. So our mortgages are all going to be more expensive. They're trying to curb yeah. spending, but Taylor's... She's taken mm. over our radio station and we never play Taylor Swift, <laughs> so nah. we're enjoying got, the songs we're playing at the moment. We found a way to do it. But <laughs> yesterday, there was a caller rang in to our sister station in Melbourne. Hi, Jessie. Hey, Liv. Um, Yeah, so obviously, like, the whole Taylor thing, we've been talking about it, and you've seen saying how annoying it is that people are backing out. But obviously, um, I haven't told you that I got tickets for the Saturday. And this was done before Christmas. However, I was thinking of trying to compromise here and make it work by maybe... You wedding during the day, even though it's, you know, a bit of a drive, I'll just scoot off early and hopefully come back for reception. Like, we can obviously make this one work. Is this a, is this a prank? Are you joking? No. Liv, are you joking? I feel really bad, I do. But you, I have loved Taylor for so long. You are aware of this and you knew how hard it was to get tickets. But you've known this since before December and it's three weeks until my wedding and you're telling me now. You know how much this has been annoying me that people have been dropping out to go to her and you've known all along that you're going to go to her concert. All right, it goes on. She's the bridesmaid. bringing her to say, look, you you don't mind if I just duck out and go to the concert. I'm sorry, but that is foul (laughs) behaviour. There is no band in the world. There's no musician. There's yeah, nobody that I would back out of my mate's wedding. Surely if you've signed up to be a or a best man, that's mm. it. It's She's a pretty powerful, the Swift. Anything else comes up, you've got to say, no, I'm, I've got a wedding that on is, that day. You need a therapist. That's oh. what you need. That <laughs> is sounds like there was others pulling out as well. Yeah, yeah well, now our own bridesmaids. Seriously? What? What is wrong with you? That's massive, isn't it? Oh, I cannot take that. <laughs> that makes me sick. Boom! Love is in the air! Do you struggle saying, I love you? Are we lovers? Well, Loz, our resident love guru, is here to help with Loz's love language. You want to be my valentine? Thanks to Mount Lofty House. Spoil your loved one with a forever and always package this Valentine's Day. Visit mountloftyhouse.com.au Yeah, we want to help you give your partner the best Valentine's Day they've ever had, so basically head to triplem.com.au. Tell us why 
You guys deserve a, a lovely sort of Valentine's Day. And we're going to give you a $200 Mount Lofty House voucher to use this Valentine's cool. Day. Um, you can go to Sequoia Lodge, which I've, we've all stayed there, haven't we? It's, yeah, it's outstanding. It's one of the best places I've been to in South Australia. Stunning. You go to the Day Spa, Gatekeeper's Day Spa, incredible. One of the best massages I've ever had. Um, you could do a romantic dinner at the Hardy's Veranda. You sit in the spa. It overlooks the uh, the range. It's incredible. Have a wine, have a beer. It's just absolutely stunning. So, But there's a catch. We want to get you on air, get you chatting to your partner. They won't know they're on air. There's going to be a phone call. And you've got to sneak a, a little bit of love language into the conversation and see if they notice it or not. Now, we had Tex Walker in yesterday, and I mentioned this to him briefly, and I said, do you have any pet names for your partner? He said, oh, darling, love, things like that. And I said, what if you said something like, schnookums to Ellie? Would she? And he went, schnookums? What's that? He thought that was funny. Anyway, last night I get a text. He bloody recorded him trying to say it to her. No, it's fine. What are you doing? Nothing, Schnookums. <laughs> what? What Schnookums? Shut the f up. <laughs> what are you doing? Schnookums? Oh, what? <laughs> Gee, so hopefully it goes better than it did with Texas' beautiful wife, Ellie. She was not having a bar of schnookums. She was not having it. Oh, no. Congratulations, Tex. You're off to uh, Sequoia. <laughs> You're off to Mount Lofty House. It's Loz's love language. Register at triplem.com.au. It's all thanks to Mount Lofty House. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Lies. When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. Which prosciutto kid's telling jokes today? Is it Joe, Nick, Tom, Sophie, Rosie or Rocco? Spin the prosciutto kid wheel. All right, good morning, kids. Who have we got there today? Rocco and Tom. G'day, boys. G'day, boys. Hey, now, Rocco, I've got an important question <laughs> to ask you uh, after last week. Have you found out your teacher's name? Yeah. What's her name? Miss Watson. Oh, now I'm told. Did you get a little bit of feedback? Did she have a word to you or not? Yeah. Yeah. What'd she say? Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go on. Yeah. Tell us the truth. She found out that you forgot her name. Yeah. 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 That's all right, Rocco. Hey, uh, I saw a video of you boys online too. Tell us about the chili eating competition. What was that about? What happened there? Uh, we were just having fun. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. But before. what happened after you ate the chili? What happened to you boys? Uh, it was pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> did what? anyone get emotional? Uh, Tom did. Yeah. Oh, Tom, Tom was it a bit hot, Tommy? Yeah. Oh. yeah. One of the boys started crying. That was Eddie. Yeah. Oh, you made Eddie yeah. throw him under the well, bus. Well, he's not yeah. here to defend himself for <laughs> Eddie. Yeah. yeah, it was Eddie. Eddie did it. Whose yeah. idea was it to do the chili eating contest? Anyway, that's what I want to know. That was mine. That was yours, Rock. Yeah. Uh, you going to well. do it again? No. Nah. You won't <laughs> right listen. All right. How many jokes today? Two. All right. Oh, who's first? Me. Who's me? Rocco. Right. Oh, you go, Rocco. Five ants rented an apartment with five other ants. Right. Now they are a ten to ants. Ten ants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Boy, we get, yeah, get the message. Well good. done, right? Right, right, right. Tom, Tom, what's your joke, Tom? How do lumberjacks know how many trees they cut down? <laughs> how do lumberjacks know how many trees they've cut down? How do they know? They keep a log. 
That's good. All right, you yeah, boys, good you have a great day at school. Thanks for joining us. Yep, Jeff. See you. There you go, Tom and Rocco. <laughs> right. Regulars now. All right, let's go to Kata. Good morning. Hi. Hello, Hi. Kata. How, How old are you? Uh, I'm eight. 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 That's which, a cool name. Yeah. Which school do you go to? Um, Brighton. Brighton Primary. Great. All right. What's uh, what's your teacher's name? Uh, I have two. Oh, you got two. All right. Yeah. What are their names? Uh, Miss Nera and Miss Schubert. Okay. okay, so it done. takes two teachers to teach you. Mm. You need extra. You're that smart, are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What's the What's the best thing at school? What do you like doing? <laughs> Math. Yeah, maths. Math. Yeah, what's right. five fives? Five fives. Uh, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well done. Yeah. Well done, Professor Rue over here with his maths. Seven What is it? Seven sevens. What's seven sevens? Um. Get back oh. to us. Anyway, what's your joke today? Uh, what did the nosy miner say to the miner? I mean, what did the miner say to the nosy miner? Oh, to oh, the nosy miner. Yeah. Okay, what? Mind your own business. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> a bit of a false start. We got well, well, right. You're allowed to fix them up here. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 these kids the are learning. They're yeah. not professionals. Hey, we mess our gags up every day. Oh, don't we? oh don't Right. We're going to do one, yeah. Tate. Good morning, Tate. Hello, Tate. Good morning. Hello. Oh. How old are you, Tate? I'm... Seventeen. Seventeen. Our, yeah. our kids are growing up. You're our <laughs> oldest uh, kids, Joe. You're the oldest we've ever Tell had. Up. Now, uh, Tate, I like your name. That's a, a beautiful name. Uh, now, what school do you go to? I go to St. Dominic's. In North Adelaide? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. My mum went there in about 1942. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> no, Do you have any did. crossover there, Tate? <laughs> yeah. Now, um, so are you doing year 12, Tate? Yes, I am. How, uh, wow. how have you found it so far? How is it easy? Is it tough? Oh, Pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you? What, what do you are your subjects? At? Oh mm. yeah. Oh, I'm doing PE. Yeah. yeah. English. Yeah. Society and culture. Right. And drama. We could get a bit of. Culture what are you going to do show? when you grow up into a big strong adult? What's your job going to be? Oh, I'm going to be a footy player. Oh, good. <gasps> oh, are you playing now? Really? Sorry. Do you, do you play now? Oh yeah, I do. And I'm the best centre half forward of the century. <laughs> And very modest. Now, who do you play for? I play for Paynham. Right, eh? and who do you want to play for in the AFL? Oh, I'm a Collingwood. Does Gary McIntosh coach you? Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, good. All right, now, Tate, uh, how many jokes have you got for us? Oh, I got a joke in a pickup line for you. Good on you. All right, eh? She lacks a bit of confidence. (laughs) She does. All right, right, Tate, let's go with it. Um. Why was so? Why was Cinderella so bad at footy? Why? Because she kept running away from the ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I guess you pick up line. Yeah. Hey, Dit, mm. are you a are you a port player? Oh yeah. Because you got the power to win my heart. Oh, no! <laughs> Tate. I could go to jail for this, Tate. Tate. We might have to wind it up. There, yeah, I'm going to wind yeah, it up. You're only 17. Right? Yeah, come on. All right. Right. back in a year. Well done, kids. you got family passes to AFL Max, a great place to party, learn, train and play. It's all indoors. I love Tate. Look at aflmax.com.au. <laughs>
104.7 Triple M. Stay cool with an AutoMasters aircon service. Call 1300 AutoMasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumor file's been on the money a few times. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide. First, mm. the rumor mill. Yeah, so today I've got a little one about um, Paul Kelly. So it's me. Hi, I'm the problem, it's me. This is him covering Taylor Swift for Triple M versions. So we're doing Taylor Swift covers this week in honour of Taylor visiting Australia and having one of the biggest, well, the biggest world tour that's ever been. Absolutely massive. Um, and the the whole sort of getting rights for covers and releasing them is really complicated. So you've got to really want to do it if you want to do it because you probably have to spend a bit of money on um, buying the rights and, and the royalties and releasing it. But... I've heard that Paul likes his cover so much and everyone else likes it so much that he's going to do that and release it as a single. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good. And yeah. start performing performing it at gigs. And I asked the question earlier this morning, how many hits or downloads have we had? We can't. I we, didn't realise it. Yeah. Not allowed, so, Triple M's not, not allowed to download this song. We can play it. Well, we can, we, we're on the road to getting yeah. it available online, but it, right. it is really tricky That'd to costly, get right. wouldn't it? You'd think so. I think it would be, yeah, well, a little who, bit. Whose call is it? Is that Taylor Swift's management or is it the songwriter? So there's four or? songwriters on that particular song, so you have to get permission from, I think, all four. And I don't think it takes – I don't think they're going to say no if you give them the money. Like, yeah, but, like, she's a billionaire. Like, how much money is it going to take? Like, you, you wouldn't want anyone doing your song, would you, unless it was substantial? Yeah, I think – no, nah, covers appear all the time and sometimes it's good to have people covering your songs even if it's badly because it makes you look better. And if it's good, it's good because it gives, you know, publicity to, to the song. So mm-hmm. that, I don't think people mind being covered but you do have to pay the rights and do all the stuff and go through all the red tape. And apparently even the Screaming Jets are also considering um, putting their version into their set list. They want to so, do it as well. Yeah. It's because they've had such a good response. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. Look, I've, personally, I've enjoyed the first two days have been fantastic. Yep. Today it's Sarah McLeod, but they've been brilliant. Hey, yeah. we've had a rumour last year, someone just said there's going to be an Australian tour for ACDC, one of our great bands, and I think I put my foot in it last week saying it was, well, a bloke wanted to be anonymous and I said his name <laughs> oh, about yeah, a new bass really player, funny. but yeah. they've just dropped something on their socials, which is a little bit of a plum tickler. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So this appeared. This is it. Are you ready? Oh. <laughs> it's just a black screen and then it pops up with Are You Ready yeah. on the screen. Oh, we know. I reckon, we know, I reckon there's an announcement coming. Okay. I reckon they're yeah. coming. Are you Hacker ready? Jacker. Look out. <laughs> I got goosebumps. That'll send inflation <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> You got right. a rumor. One triple three five three or oh four triple eight five one oh four seven. The best rumor of the month gets a thousand bucks. Yep, and all thanks to our friends at Automasters for fronting up the cash for that. Stay cool with an Automasters aircon service. Call one three hundred Automasters Rudits and Laws Triple M. Secrets we keep. Nest of traitors. I tracked down one of the last surviving Australian spies working for Russia during the Cold War. He was banging on the door, and the first thing he said, where are the documents? I uncovered some names and went after them. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I hear things like Russian spies in Australia, mm. I'm intrigued, I'm fascinated, yeah. the Cold War and all of this type of thing. But KGB. then when I find out 
that little old South Australia was involved in some mm. way. There's a connection. I want to know even more. Joey Watson's an investigative journalist. He's got a podcast on Listener. It's about the hunt for the spy who betrayed Australia. It's called Secrets We Keep. He's on the line now. Joey, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you going? Thanks Very for having well. me. Now, uh, I've been up to Woomera. Mm-hmm. There's not much there. But, Joey, tell us about there is some sort of connection, isn't there? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Woomera actually became very important in Australia during the period of the Cold War. That was, uh, you know, for quite a few decades of of last century. I'm sure, sure many of your your listeners would even remember. You know, the world was divided between uh, the the capitalist West. That's where we were allied with America and the Soviet Union on the other side there. And um, the uh, threat of nuclear war was hanging over. Everyone and I found out that so ASIO, uh, that's uh, our our spy agency, um, had actually been been penetrated by a Russian spy who was working for the Soviet Union there, and I, I sought out to find when did, them. When was it penetrated? Well, this was this this took place during the Cold War. It, it had actually started for for me a little bit further out than that. I'd I'd uh, I've, I've long been obsessed with uh, spy stories, laws, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of spent my my twenties looking for for good ones to tell as a as a journalist. You know, these are important institutions: the CIA, MI6, you know, ASIO and ASIS in Australia. And uh, and I've I've sort of sort of set out to find some good stories to tell. But I, but I found out that in Australia, there's there'd actually been a a pattern of failure. A lot of a lot of these spy operations that I've been looking into had failed, and, and that's when I I heard this theory that maybe an Australian spy during during this this period of the Cold War that I mentioned had, had turned to work from the other side. But at the beginning of my investigation, I, I didn't have a I didn't have a date. I didn't have a time. Uh, but soon uh, I learned that there actually may be more than one. And uh, they may have worked to recruit each other. So, indeed, we were talking about across the generations um, foiling, um, you know, one of the, their colleagues and uh, and spilling uh, our, our national secrets back to the to the enemy that was the Soviet Union. I'd heard a lot about the Cold War. I'd heard about America's and the CIA, and I'd heard heard a lot about their battle with the Soviet Union. But to be honest, I I didn't really think that Australia was that important in this in this big game. You know, where it just you know, very, very far from Russia here on the other side of the world. And, w- and when I started to prod for answers as to why that might have been, I, I wasn't actually directed to, to Canberra or Sydney or Melbourne. I was d- directed to this, this uh, very small town about seven hours north of where you are now. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's Woomera. Yeah, incredible. And, and what were they doing there? <laughs> Woomera came about, you know, within the context of the, of the Cold War. Uh, what, what had happened is uh, during the Second World War that came just before that, um, something wild happened, which is the Nazis um, started firing something that no one had ever seen before, missiles, uh, you know, across the sky, and they were landing in London. And, you know, missiles, you know, people are pretty familiar with now. But at the time, you can imagine that was something like like science fiction, right? Yeah. Like just uh, uh, unimaginable. So the UK realized that they needed to de- develop some missiles of their own. And they sort of looked around the... Uh, the, the empire, they looked around the Commonwealth, and that's how they landed in, uh, in South Australia. And uh, indeed, like, um, you know, Woomera is, is a town that was set up at the, at the southern uh, eastern tip of what was called the Woomera Prohibited Area. So 240,000 odd kilometres were sectioned off. That's almost, uh, you know, close to a third of the state at the time, um, an area that was bigger than the UK itself to start uh, testing um, missiles, 
Um, and then later there was some atomic testing that went on during, in, in the further reaches of the Woomera prohibited area. Um, and soon the, the, uh, uh, the U.S. also got involved. It kind of became a central point um, for, the, the, uh, for, the, for the Western efforts in the defense of the, uh, of the West against the Soviet Union. And then so, so quite naturally, um, the Soviet Union became very uh, interested in Australia. And I was shocked to learn from, from one of the spies I, I spoke to uh, that uh, indeed the Soviet Union was sending actually some of their best spies to <laughs> Australia and, uh, and to South Australia. Amazing. How many people were working up there? The population w- uh, waned over time. At its peak, it was close to 7,000, um, you know, rocket scientists, soldiers. 7,000 rocket scientists. A- a- and their families. Yeah, it was a fully functioning, thriving town. Is no longer secret, but at the time it was exclusively a population of of yeah, rocket scientists. So I've heard that a lot of the mm. kids were getting the, the best grades in the state because, wow. uh, because all their parents were, uh, were, were, were geniuses. And that's yeah. that old saying, isn't it? We say, well, he's no rocket scientist. Yeah. But in, in warmer, they go, no, 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 he is. <laughs> he, he is no, actually no, a rocket scientist. In fact, we all are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He pretty that's much right. is, yeah. There you go. Oh, well, very, South very Australia, we are the centre of the universe. We are. Right here. <laughs> We've always said it. A, uh, episode three of this uh, series, Secrets We Keep, Nest of Traders. Episode three released tomorrow. Joey Watson, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks so much, guys. 